What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're rushing to buy tickets to a concert that all your friends are going to. Picture yourself now, crowd surfing to the front, being invited onto the stage, backstage the world tour, and before you know it, you're dancing in Tokyo. Wait, what? Three tickets left? It's a good thing your saved payment details autofill quickly and securely. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Whatever you're into, with Amazon Prime, you can go deep. So if you're all about pop right now, you could watch pop documentaries on Prime Video, discover pop playlists on Amazon Music Prime, and if you're really serious, order a rhyming dictionary with fast free shipping from Prime. From shopping to streaming to saving, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Forever! Do you want to just talk about the? I mean, we. I okay. I. This is the Peter movie, Sullivan, right? Wait, yeah, but Peter not, but Sullivan. During the movie. Oh wait, we're not gonna talk about it for no, no, the cold no, open. Go, no, no, you go ahead because I, I just was gonna talk about how this exact movie has existed four or five times with other random black actors. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, like, Peter like, Sullivan, no. <laughs> yeah, Peter Sullivan probably wrote <laughs> and directed those movies too. Oh my goodness. But there's been like there's so many like black jealous um boyfriend or dude you dated that's coming back to kill you movies. Like Michael <laughs> Ely was in two. One where he played the murdery dude. Another one when it he was, was like, in two? Well, one, he was the bad guy. It was the perfect, the perfect man or something like that. He was right. just the crazy stalker dude. I remember seeing that trailer in theaters, and it's a shot of him under the car, and he looks at the camera and like smirks, and people laughed like out loud like people laughed then he was in a movie last year with megan good that's right with dennis um, quaid but dennis quaid is the crazy dude mm-hmm. stalking them because of the house but then it just alba plays a dude who's crazy and he stalks taraji p henson right what was the did no good deed 
Yeah, no good deed. And then was and there then, one with? Am I remembering this correctly? Was Beyonce in one as well? So yes. So Beyonce, <laughs> okay. Beyonce, and Idris was in one. Idris had an affair with a white woman, and she becomes crazy. And then Beyonce got to whip her ass, and that's called obsessed. Okay. <laughs> yes. No, they do keep. But the thing about this though is like you, you, you brought up that this movie comes out with, with a black person every year. But this movie also comes with black actors every year. But this movie comes out with, with every kind of actor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah you're right. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know if it's that the movie comes out to theaters more with black people than that, or yes, if, I think is that what it is? True. Yeah, I, I also think that because, uh, I also think that sometimes the white movies that are like this get looked at in a different light, like um. Like, would you consider Basic Instinct like this, or is that a little different? Well, well, that was, I feel like that was like one of the first, I feel like that oh, was like yeah. a highbrow one, and then mm-hmm. because it was so successful, everybody are like, oh, let's just do these kind of Was it actually highbrow? Right, or like, or even that like, there was like a time when like, people just made these movies, and they were like, in. And then now they just keep getting made, and at this point we're like, okay, are we've not, right. we haven't graduated beyond these. Well, I don't know if it's what Braylock right. was getting at. Let me know, but it's something about like when white people make this movie is usually the white actors that aren't like, may, at least right now, maybe not like the ones that are like A listers are making these movies, and they kind of go to like yes, direct that's what DVD. I mean. Whereas like for black people, because maybe. It's really hard to get a, a, a black movie made. It's like a lot of we just listed Idris Alba, Taraji P. Henson, Michael Ealy, Megan Good. Like we're listing like our upper echelon of people, and they have to do these movies to get a movie made. I mean, it's crazy. It, these home invasion stalkery things. I mean, yeah. But like, but the thing, but there is a there is a lane. There is like a lane for this. Right, like there, and yeah. there is a way that you could do it where it's not like this movie. This movie was sort of like paint by numbers, like you know the guy's weird from the beginning. Like we see, we know it's him <laughs> murdering someone in the first scene. <laughs> like it's like, yes, and then we just sort of are waiting for him to yeah. go crazy. Well, there's a movie there's, called oh, Sliver, and not the not the um. There's actually two movies called. Wait, Slower. not the not the, yeah, the not movie the, with um, the Tim the Gunn. Not Tim Gunn. Um, this one is with uh, Sharon Stone, and then William Baldwin. <laughs> wow! Wow! First William of, you, Baldwin. First of all, I love how Brad was like William Baldwin. <laughs> He's but like that's the just so you know. Baldwin. Yeah, that's so you know, like the the caliber of people doing this movie. It's it was, it's. William, William Baldwin. And that came out in 1993. Wow. So, you know, they make these movies. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tricky because, <laughs> but it's like they do make them, but like that would never be considered good or released in a theater. Whereas like these I mean, that movies... was definitely released in a theater, but it, it wasn't considered good. <laughs> yeah, like why? <laughs> and it was, and it's like, and it's like, but you know what it is? The other thing is too, is I realized like it's our... Like William Baldwin was never a star, like a high, right. a super big Hollywood star. And right. Sharon Stone was, but you, we all know how this industry treats women. What, like, yeah, what if they're older than like twenty six. Um, but like, w- we're having 
are like huge actors do these movies because they can't continue a career in in Hollywood. That's the thing that's like a little feels sad. You know man. what I mean? You know. Yeah. I don't know. But uh all right. So I guess we'll I guess we'll talk about Peter Sullivan. Oh, we got to talk about him the, when we get in there. Yeah, we get <laughs> We got, we got, we we got to have a whole dissertation on this man, real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited for that conversation. That's truly going to be a fatal affair. You know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when you do it, I'm like, <sighs> I feel like he's forcing. No, I just mean when we it, talk you know? when we're talking about the conversation. Like, I mean, Peter Sullivan. That's a fatal affair. The thing is, I don't like is like even though we're via Zoom, I feel like I can see his eyes looking back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow! Uh, Peter's career keeps going. It's definitely not a fatal affair. Okay, <laughs> and unless you start the show, I can't listen to him say this anymore. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump In Hollywood Quarantine City! Us! There is no us! What do you mean, us? Us! <laughs> I don't know what the actual line was, but I knew Honestly, it was. That, no, that felt I, like I it was a movie. improvised it at the end, but that was cool. <laughs> that, felt, that felt normal. That felt right. Okay, all right, great. Great. Oh my goodness. Um, man. Sorry, uh, for those of you listening for the first time, uh, my name is Jonathan Braylock. <laughs> I'm Gerard Milligan. My name's James the Third. Uh, he's uh, oh, always okay. that happy, folks. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we are a film review podcast. We review films of leading black actors. Okay, we talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. <sighs> and today we are reviewing. <laughs> Every now and then. <laughs> Every now and then your we review a movie. Your soul is so heavy. What that... your soul is, it is weighing on you. The okay. fact that we're going to talk before, about before, this movie. Before, before John even sets it up, I would like to openly apologize to Jonathan Braylock, James III, because I suggested this movie we're about to review. Uh, to right? be fair, I, people, people, people said were tweeting. People were tweeting about it. I didn't know. I didn't know what we were getting into. I don't John know why people kept tweeting about it. Because they wanted this. They wanted this kind of pain. I think this is what people wanted. I think people were like, oh, I suffered through this. Somebody else got to suffer through it. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm literally gonna... actually Googling why is Fatal Affair trending on Netflix. Like, I don't. <laughs> they, what do I, you mean? Everybody I, is. Hold on. Wait. My okay, grandma, go ahead. My grandma go ahead. had the TV locked on Lifetime. For just every single day of her life that I knew her, it, she had it locked in on Lifetime. She loved it. And just, oh, he ain't. She loved seeing a dude that wasn't shit and talking about how to do it. And she loved talking about how, oh, see, that's what the man is getting her down. And she loved, she loved all of that. And like, you, it was the same movie. It was the same movie every time. And you, you knew it was the same movie every time. 
she loved it. That man ain't shit. All right. I mean, Ke- also, oh, it was everywhere. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was saying, it was just like, I went on Twitter, I went on Instagram, and like, you know, you had famous actors and like directors, black actors and directors talking about it. It was just everywhere. And then when you went, I mean, it was everywhere. They pushed it. I, I think this is why. It's because it stars Nia Long. The, we oh have we even said we're doing Fatal Affair? No. Okay, <laughs> no. You did the a transition re- to let us know it was Fatal Affair. <laughs> the film we're reviewing today is Fatal Affair. It's a Netflix film, uh, Netflix exclusive. Just came out a couple of weeks ago, uh, mid July, um, and it's it was trending on Netflix for in the top ten for several weeks. I think still it. As of this recording, it still is. Um, yeah, it, it yeah, it was on. It was like top, it was like top five for three weeks, and now I think it's just in the top movies. It's uh, in the top ten it was movies. Like, yeah, yeah. Now now it's in top ten movies. But before it was like top ten uh, or all programming. Yeah, TV yeah. and movies. But still, top ten yeah, movies yeah. is huge. That you go yeah, to movies, yeah. in, and it's right there, baby. It's right there. So it stars Neil Long and Omar Epps. Okay, and. These two actors have known each other for a very long time. They were both hugely popular stars in the in the 90s, uh, oh. kind of bleeding maybe a little bit into the early 2000s. Um, mm-hmm. They've worked together before. Uh, it's just like people people are like, oh, these are like it was it's essentially if a movie came out that starred like John Travolta and like Uma Thurman, you know, and People are like, yeah. oh, they're bad. Oh, my God. Like, what, you know, what's that movie going to be? You know? Yeah. That's kind of what it is. But, well, this is what I'll say. I'm just reading this thing. So there's this article uh, by, in essence, that says, Neil Long reveals fatal affair set lack diversity. Right? She was disappointed by the set because it lacked diversity. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's because the production company made this film. They went to Netflix. Netflix was like, cool, but we should make this a black lead film. Yeah. So it was oh. Netflix's idea to put, to have the stars be black. Yes. And that's when, because oh. Neil Long is, I think, a, technically a producer on the film, but mm-hmm. she was brought in, she, you know, that's kind of one of those things where it was like to get her. You know, it was like, oh. we'll make you this and we'll also is make you a producer. Is that where the black like, writer came from? Also, Because like, the story by is Peter Sullivan and and another white dude, and then and but the written by is Peter Sullivan and this black woman, and like it makes me feel like they had a script that those two white dudes wrote, and then they, they were 100% like hundred percent had a script, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were they like had a full. Not only did they have a script, they were already in pre production. Oh wow! And this was supposed to be just a straight up just wow. like two white actors. I guess that's. I mean. It, I don't. I, I think the person wrote it not thinking about race whatsoever. Yeah, gotcha, 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 gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, because this movies and do seem like... Netflix was like, we should make this. Which is interesting to me for several reasons. One, you know, because when you first hear it, you're like, oh, wow, like Netflix wanted diversity. You're like, yeah, but what was it actually? Because I feel like they look at this script and they're like, yeah, this is a run-of-the-mill kind of script, but it's one of those things that people who like this genre will watch you know right you know we watch like we, how do we how do we get yeah. 
How do we get random black people that don't give a shit about these types of movies <laughs> to watch them? Uh, yes. Like I- <laughs> because oh. they know black people will stand their uh, stars uh, much yeah. harder than white people do. Yeah. This makes me sick. Yo, first off, this dude, <laughs> this, this Peter Sullivan guy. Isn't that true, though? It is true. I mean, Netflix I would, has I would not have Netflix seen knows. this movie. I wouldn't have seen this movie if it wasn't for... Never. Them. Yeah. Yeah. If this starred like Sharon Stone and William Baldwin. Mm-hmm. No. And and of all of their <laughs> like, you know, like I, I think I was telling you guys, like, you know, being being recommended sci-fi stuff is getting old for me. But I did watch 3022 because of Omar Epps. I was like, oh well this one has Omar Epps. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm let, I'm gonna watch this one. <laughs> you know. There you go. Yeah. I mean this 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 <sighs> What, what hurts me, two things about this, is it sucks. And again, I think this guy, Peter Sullivan, like I'm looking at a lot of his movies, a good amount of them star like Vivica Fox is in like the, his four latest movies that are coming out he produced. Like he definitely, you could tell he definitely doesn't just make white movies. He just makes like these wrong, He just m- makes these types of movies. I mean, like his last one for Netflix was Secret Obsession, that movie with, um, oh, homegirl, what is her... Nah. Brenda, Brenda song, song. Brenda. um you know and it was it's the same movie <laughs> but it starred her you know i think it's just it, whoever they can get in the just to confirm it, it neil long said yes the the uh, rashida gardner yeah who, she was brought in specifically after neil long was there to adjust the dialogue so that yeah it it fit what dialogue what 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 black references was in this movie? Who knows? The song that he plays at the end? Probably. That he's honestly, with? honestly Probably. the music in this was fire. And well, <laughs> I, I imagine the, mu- Come on, oh, this the music, music not the not the Not, not the, the score. score. <laughs> okay, because the, <laughs> yeah. the score was I'm say, very bro, much no, the not the What? The, the fact that they use, like, just songs, songs would come on and I'd be like, that's the baby maker right there. Like, <laughs> I gotta look this guy up. How did he? My man went from zero to hero so fast in Hollywood, making these like time esque movies. Also, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. I really love um, Neil Long and Omar Epps. And again, it, this is one of those things that's very hard. Where it's like I'm very happy that they're working, but it just sucks that they gotta do this. You know what I mean? It's like both yes. of these actors were. I mean, even if you think about like later in the career, like. He uh Omar Epps was on House when like one of the biggest TV shows out of like the two thousands like yeah. he was on House as a lead like why Neil Long still is a great actress and still look good okay not you only that tell but she me just did that, she, like Girls Trip was what just just four years ago and it was one of the biggest comedies in the in this past decade yeah it was one of the the biggest box office comedies of this past decade and she was. Right? Like, what are we doing? Wait, is Nia Long in that? Oh, wait, show? sorry. Is Nia Long in that? No, sorry. No, no, no. That ain't Nia. That ain't Nia. I ain't going to set you up like that. That ain't Nia. That ain't Nia. That ain't Nia. But she was in, but my thing is, like, she was in Big Mama's house. She's she should have been, been in Girls Trip. And you know what but else? She should have been, yeah. <laughs> wait. But, but, she, but she was in, but she was in, she, she was, was in the, Empire. She was in Best Man Holiday. Like, she's been in stuff that's made money recently. So it's like, why? 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 You know what I mean? Like, Oh, she was in Keanu. <laughs> That's what I was oh yeah, 
I mean, she's in some movie right now with like um, uh, Jaden Smith and like Cara Delevingne that's coming out. It's like I just oh, I don't never understand. saw Lemon. She was in that too. She wasn't like the lead, but she was in it. This just sucks, man. Because it just makes me sad that they had to do this movie. Like for real, for real. Like that's the that's the thing that I, I really got out of this movie is that they had to do this movie. Um, and the thing is, is like, yeah, the movie might have been watched, but like people keep making fun of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it's one of these movies that you watch and it's like, oh my god, how bad is this? And it's like I don't want to see. Again, I don't know William Baldwin like that, but like I'm assuming, and I hope this isn't offensive, but I'm assuming that like you wouldn't expect. Like an Oscar-winning turn or something great from William Baldwin. When I see Omar Epps and Nia Long, I'm expecting some great acting and like them to do some dope shit. And to watch this run-in-the-mill movie by Peter Sullivan, it's like my man has four. His his next three movies all have wrong in the title. Wrong stepdad. His next three. He's done. He has done probably twenty movies that are the wrong insert. (laughs) Insert now. The wrong it's like, coffee pot. The wrong. It's like, how do you keep? I, I don't know, man. This is this this movie made me sad in a way I didn't think I was gonna feel, yo. Like the okay. Royal Christmas, Christmas Hotel, Christmas Matchmaker, Christmas Princess. I don't know. Staging I mean, I, Christmas. Get, I I fully understand well, that these movies are a sign of like a star being past their prime, but I, I don't. I'm not as upset that it's them. It's almost to me. It's almost a sign of respect that it's them because it's like it's like, yeah, y'all y'all burn your stripes. <laughs> here's here's <laughs> here's this shitty movie that like you know is going to be watched by tons of people. <laughs> Actually, you know what though? I will say this: there's a lot of black people in his movies, like Tatiana Ali, um, Sean Patrick Thomas. The Christmas Hotel, like but he, that, but it is like a. I would expect a Tatiana Ali before like a Nia, Long. like that it sort of is generally what I would have thought for something like this. Like it's a, it's a shame that like we that we have an exalted Nia Long and Omar Epps beyond something like this. But also at the same time, it's like fuck yeah, it's them. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting. Uh. All right. I mean, should we? Oh, just just so we know, the Rotten Tomato score is a twenty two percent. Okay. And the audience. I want to hear John explain the plot. Please explain this plot to me, John. Oh yeah. I mean, it's very very simple. The plot is a woman who's married and has a daughter who's in college um, runs into a uh, twenty year old college friend, uh, and she's. Because and she hangs out with him one night, and because she's kind of feeling, you know, disconnected from her marriage, uh, goes out drinking with him, goes out dancing, they start making out, they're about to have sex, and then she finally stops, and it's like, what am I doing? I can't do this, I'm sorry. And she tries to break it off with him. Then he keeps kind of showing up, and you realize he's stalking her, and suddenly this little one night thing becomes a uh, way more dangerous. So Here's you go, my thing. what's going on? Do y'all think that he, after he killed his wife, his ex-wife, he was like, now I'm gonna go after her. Like, do you think he, he set up that he was gonna be in that room? That's what I wanna know. He did, he did, he said that. So he, well, he, he said did, he said later that he set up. He said he, he said, knew she worked there. Yeah. Ooh, and that's why he went baby. there. 
But also you learn that his he ex-wife was, just looked like looked her. Looked like her. Yeah, and no, he was always like obsessed her. with her. Well, we saw, yeah, I mean, we saw, oh, so it was always. No, I couldn't, I couldn't tell if they were trying to say if he was always obsessed with her or if, if she looked like his wife and he was still obsessed with his wife. I, I uh, actually I didn't so. know which one it was. Right, right. <laughs> did yeah. did I you mean, guys peep that? Or? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't, I, tell. I couldn't tell if it was that the, it was an old obsession, but the fact that he wanted to keep her alive for so long made me think that it was that it was her. Woo! The, the twists and turns in this movie. You said the twists and turns. Yeah. Wait, where was it? Where was the twist and turn? I'm excited. What twist? What turn? We're talking about all the twists and all the turns. (laughs) What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so watch your payday. The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earning today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Lay's. Lay's potato chips proudly grow potatoes on over 100 farms across North America. That's right. You're living in a nation full of golden stuff. From 23 million potatoes in Virginia to 366 million potatoes in California in 2022 alone. You can thank your farmers for making your stay golden moments possible. Lay's. Stay golden. To learn more, head to goldengrowshere.com. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless, on the road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. This episode is brought to you by the new Strawberry and Cream Tic Tac Mints. Iconic, refreshing, indulgent. Like this track. That fresh track was by Taylor Parks. Hope you enjoyed it. 
Pick up a pack of strawberry and cream Tic Tac mints today. Should I go first? Uh, yeah, what? go first. Look, man, I, I'm going to say this, man. And I mean this with all due respect. This movie was utter. Nope. You know what? I'm, I'm going to show respect for Nia Long and Omaya. Um, this, this movie... This movie is like when you go see somebody you haven't seen in a long time and you remember them like being kind of cool, looking a certain kind of way. And then you, and then you see them and you're like, oh, you're nothing like what I remember. You know, this is, I'd, rather, I'd rather keep the memory we had from high school to have this adult version of you. When I saw this movie and I saw how Omar Epps would look into the camera lens um, when he had to be like very dramatic and scary... And I and I and I giggled. I was like, "This is wrong." I felt bad for watching this movie. Okay, this, I really did. I felt like after the first five minutes, I didn't know how I was going to do it. And I'm going to admit something to you guys. Um, we've done this podcast for four or five years. You know, maybe six, whatever. I may have mm-hmm. fast forwarded through some of this movie. <laughs> no, how, Gerard. I tried. How, how I tried, do you fast man. forward through a what movie and have about? any okay. semblance of what? Yeah, listen, it's just only an, you it's don't, just nope. an hour and 29 minutes. Once it got to the end, for real, for real, once it got to the end, I, and like the dude, like I'm not spoiling it, but once Omar Epps is in the house. Dude, you can't spoil this movie. Yeah, I'm it's like, all in I'm the trailer. Like, Everything's in the trailer. It's literally impossible. <laughs> I'm like, there was just so much I didn't understand, and then I just got tired of hearing anybody talk. So with Netflix, if you press the forward button, you still see the boxes. So I figured, let me just skip ahead a little bit and I just see what's happening via the boxes. And you know what? I missed nothing. I was surprised by nothing nothing in the boxes. Honestly, you could have just watched the trailer and then sat down and talked with us and probably have as much insight. Honestly, I was like, and also I was like, what? I don't know, man. This movie was bad, yo. Like, this was a bad movie. Okay, okay so I have to, I actually have to, I have to rep for this brand of, of, yeah, of film. Rep it. Because, rep I mean, and honestly, film. I would never sit down and watch a movie like this <laughs> under different circumstances. But for the, for this style of movie, I mean, it's per- this movie was perfect. <laughs> like, it was like, it was perfectly one of these movies. It starred two people that I couldn't stop looking at. <laughs> like I really enjoyed them. Um, the supporting cast was fine, and like you know, like the stakes were just there. I mean, like it opens. This movie opens with a murder. It opens with a double murder, and you're like, oh shit, this dude. We know from the beginning this dude is a murderer. It was. I can't believe they did that. I can't believe they did that. And then, and then, just I don't know. Nia Long is acting her ass off. Omar Epps is like, "Cool, I'm gonna take this paycheck real quick," and and he did. I, I don't and he, and he got that paycheck, you know. And then there paycheck. was like, and then the fact that it got the fact that they were like, "We're gonna let you, we're gonna let you watch them sit in maybe a, a whole night of them thinking that this dude burned himself alive." <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna make you think. That it's that it's over. It's fully well, over. My man is burnt I, alive. <laughs> I think we all knew that it wasn't. Uh, we no, all knew. No, we the, the 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 audience knew that it wasn't right. over. I mean, the writer knew too. The, the, 
that we knew that it wasn't over. <laughs> right. But they, but the fact that they were like, we're going to, we're going to, 20 minutes before this movie is over, right. we're going to say this dude not only burned himself alive, but confessed right. to everything. Like they, they were like, it's over in a way. <laughs> and I was like, you really going to make. They also treated it like they shot this movie like it was a Lifetime movie. So you never saw him do anything like threatening. It, it's like they didn't like it. Yes, because because had they shown that, too many people would have stopped watching. Like too many people would have stopped watching it if we would have actually seen it. Like these, there's a science to to these to these movies, which is right. You, you never see <laughs> the the the, you the can't gore. Actually, see the murder, but you yeah. can. But but we're gonna do enough with the with the um you know, with the production design and with the uh, score to make you think that all this stuff went down. (laughs) But why didn't it, Uh, can't you just make him seem like he's, again, yes, we know he's going to be the bad guy, but the moment he shows up, can't we make him like he's super friendly and then he he can get creepy? He was no, super my friendly. Man he was, was supposed to my be. My man was for, in that joke, giving her the eye, touching her he hand. He was supposed to be. He's walking back, and he's not smiling. He's just smizing at her the whole time. I'm like, yo, you yeah. creepy, dude. We're supposed to see. We're supposed to see the little, the little glimpses. We saw the whole thing, like, Bray. We saw the whole Bray right what, now. What, no, both of y'all married. What, what both of y'all married. If y'all see a dude look at any woman or y'all wife the way he was looking at her, y'all fighting that nigga. Off break. Oh yeah! Don't you squint oh. your eyes but, and oh, pick up sure. no but, paper? But the beauty but of this that, movie, <laughs> the beauty of this movie, is they set up that their relationship was on the rocks. They so were, if he sees were, that, yeah, that's true. If he sees it, that, he's probably internalizing it like, "Oh damn, I'm about to lose my baby." No, right? No. And then she, and then no. she. Who, Are we in she initial all, thoughts still? Or? Yeah, I don't no, know. we're still John in initial thoughts. She John was all hot and bothered and all excited by. Remember the scene after after the bathroom scene when she was all like. Oh, and I, she was I like, would not proceed Woo! until both of y'all married niggas admit. <laughs> I don't care if you in the shakeup because whatever. If there is a dude, especially from your woman's past, who's like just looking at her for two a second too long, you ain't about to uh, come look. Fool, don't you? What you got? Look, what you got? Look you're, at her for? You're not gonna golf with Wait, him. That's the, true. You're not the gonna husband golf never with saw him. that. But it don't. the husband never saw that. <laughs> he saw it when he was at the table. Oh, he saw it. He looking at him like, oh, oh this table. is weird. First off, bro, you know every person. You know when someone's attracted to your girl. Your girl know when someone looking at you. And you telling me you about to go through this whole movie? Gerard, they were on the rocks, Gerard. It you're don't missing. matter. You and wait you're till we done. Because she, she was, what she was missing from him was that he wasn't, you know, he wasn't giving her Let one of y'all all. double take. Let one of y'all walk down the street and have the audacity to double take at a woman. I don't know what you The movie don't make sense, John. Wait, hold on. The, the, scene, that the scene that you're talking about is literally halfway through. It don't matter. The, the boss, the boss knew. The scene one, the boss is like, okay. Looking at him. Like, that's all cool. But they said, but they said, they said, she said at some point, like, somebody's gonna think something, you know, she she was uh, kind of, like, apprehensive, but the, the thing is, she knew she would, what she was doing was wrong. She knew what she was doing yep. was wrong the whole time. Yep. That's why at first she was like, you know, well, I have a girl's night, and then, like, I don't know, like, I don't know about just the two of us, but then it was like, alright. She was, you know, she knew what she was doing was wrong. Sorry, that's, John, that's, whole, she that's why... She texted her man. Courtney well, okay. says hi. 
Mm-hmm. So this is like how you this feel, is John. <laughs> look. This is a made-for-TV movie. This is a made-for-TV movie. This is one of those movies where they don't expect they don't expect a bunch of people to be talking about it. This isn't like a this isn't this isn't what we normally do. This is a TV movie. Okay, we sometimes do Netflix films, but there are certain Netflix films like Bright, you know, or. Ugh. What? Uh, you know, Bird Box or whatever that are meant to be and and have huge budgets. They're big budget movies. They're meant to be seen by millions and millions of people. This movie, I don't think they necessarily expected that. They were like, you know, we're going to get black people to watch it because we're going to put Nia Long and Omar Epps in it. We know black people are going to watch movies with black people in it. You know, they, 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 they know that about us. They target us. <laughs> they know black they know how black Twitter is, you know? And so, and they're like, we can make a crap movie and black people will still watch it. Like, that's what just... What are they saying about us? That's some, that's white people with the merit. Just, they're like, we'll give black people the crumbs and what are they going to do about it? You know, that's that's how they treat us. So, oh. <laughs> that's God. how they treat us. So, am I not, am I not, is this not correct? I mean, uh, <laughs> is that not the history of America? the fact Y'all we'll ignoring the fact that the Nicola we'll Keller of the that. Wonder Years been acting in these movies for the last thirty years. <laughs> no, this guy who we don't even we shouldn't know this dude's name Sullivan. We shouldn't know his name, but now we do. Anyway, but the only reason we do is because of Nia Long and Omar Epps. That's the only reason. Black yeah. people are promoting a white person. That's what's happening. <laughs> oh, it's not the man. other way around. The white person is not helping the black people out. That's for sure. No, they hired Rashida Garner. Sure. They hired no, Rashida is... Garner. Yes, Neil Long hired Rashida Garner. <laughs> yes, exactly. Neil Long helped her black sister out. They're, they were like, we need this. And he was like, oh, sure, whatever. Y'all are helping me out. This is what happens. But, but okay. what happens is... Then okay. somehow afterwards, they go, no, 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 that black director got Neil Long. He wrote the, th- the, the yep. sorry, the white director got Neil Long. The white people right. are actually helping mm-hmm. the black people out. You're right. Even though it's actually the black people who built the country, who di- who worked the fields, who helped See, g- man, the wealth. I, 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 you, the, we're talking about, hold up. We're talking no, about, hold on, go ahead, brother. Hold on, go ahead. We're talking about this made for no, Netflix. This is his initial <laughs> thoughts. Hold on, hold on. This is his initial thoughts. I'm intrigued. Please continue. To, look, this is not a political podcast. No, no, brother, you're talking about the movie. I'm saying that, you know, somehow... What happens is the black people are the ones who who get all the who make the success, but they don't benefit from it. In fact, they're the ones who are left with the crumbs and the white people get to be lifted up. That's all I'm saying. You know what? I'm not going to tag team what he said, but I watched a documentary last night actually on Netflix called uh, The Remix, which talks about black people in fashion, particularly black women in fashion who did a lot of the designs that ended up like, they would take Fendi, they would take Gucci, remix them. Then those um, companies would end up doing what the black people did, like get some of the black people either locked up or like chased out of New York, remix them, and then sell it for a bunch of money where the black people got nothing. So I think what John is saying is perfectly right. Uh, I think y'all are just fully ignoring the fact (laughs) that this movie has, it, it. there are just certain people who this movie 
works for. Like I'm not, like, I, I'm not ignoring that fact. That's like, so true. Yes, this movie yes, might people... be trash, but it's not like it's not like this is but the James, trash that they're not James, feeding to everybody. James, this man, uh, Patrick Sullivan, <laughs> Peter, it's Peter, <laughs> Peter, Peter <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> Peter Sullivan. I shouldn't know his name. <laughs> he made how many? He has a what? One hundred twenty-nine. He has one hundred and twenty-nine producer credits. Producer Yo, credits. He has ninety writing credits. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's made that many movies. It. Have you seen any of those movies? I mean, I've seen the Fatal have, Affair. James, I, have you seen any wait, of those movies? Hold up, I'm saying nine. One hundred and thirty <laughs> movies he produced. Ninety films he he. he I wrote. may not have seen this them. man has a mat. Have you? <laughs> Heard about this dude before we saw Fatal Affair? I've I've heard about his movies. No, which which one you hear about him? Which one you hear about? Which one you hear about? The Brenda Song one. I told. I knew about the Brenda Song one. No, have you? Have you? Have you? (laughs) Did you hear about this? Did you know who this dude was? I didn't know who he was, but I knew about the. That's all I asked. (laughs) You didn't know who he was, but now you do. You know why that is? I tell you for sure it ain't because of Patrick Peter Sullivan. It's because <laughs> of Nia Law. All right. That's all I'm telling you. All right. You knew. Okay. That's true. Now he, now all of our listeners know who this dude is. Yep. Okay, we all know who this dude is. That's true. Like Twitter knows who this dude is because yep. of Nia Long and Omar Epps and and. Yes, these movies are popular, mm-hmm. but ain't no movie have been as popular as Fatal Affair. This TV, <laughs> ain't no TV movie like this has been as popular as Fatal Affair, and that's, that's because of Neil Long and Omar. Epps. Wait, so so John, John, let me let me try to understand what you're like saying this. right now. I'm not gonna hold up. Wait, no, wait, no, no, no. Hold up. I'm just trying to understand what y'all saying. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to put it in perspective for myself. So what you're kind of saying is is that this guy has made a career off of making movies like this. But now he's being talked about because he is profiting off the backs of African Americans <laughs> who have been in Hollywood before he started, um, at least based on IMDb. This mm-hmm. is fully and, unfair. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, listen, I don't. I'm just trying to understand, James. I don't just, understand. We're just talking about what's happening. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying these people have been around honestly since they were kids. Oh, yeah, All right, let me find one of these movies that I've, I've probably um, seen before. If I hold up, so so he, he found listen, these two Secret Obsession was on Netflix. It came out the last year around the same time. Hell Ooh, secret obsession. Yeah, the, the Brenda exactly. Song movie what just came out. What the hell is Secret Obsession? <laughs> no, that's the Brenda Song. <laughs> it stars Brenda I'm so Song, mad at awesome, this. and okay, Mike wait, Vogel. Who Mike Vogel? I love Brenda Song. <laughs> I don't want Brenda Song doing this. All right. Let us talk about the movie. No, no, <laughs> this... no, no, no. I don't. Honestly, because this is my thing. I don't want to drag Omar Epps and Nia Long. But we keep talking about this movie. I got to drag them because this shit don't make sense. <laughs> Why you got to drag them? You don't they, have to drag no, them. No, this is my thing. This is one thing I don't understand. You guys let me know how you feel about it. Sometimes mm-hmm. you ever watch a movie and you're like, maybe if this acting was in a different movie, it would be like, oh, this is good. But then because you watch how it looks and the way it's shot, it's like, is, the, is it the acting or is it direct? Like, what is making these visuals look and come off weird. Like, I, I, I mean, it's a lot of it. It's definitely the direct. It's de- first of all, it's the writing first. 
and then it's also the directing and it's also the score right like the yeah. score is so lifetime movie the score is so like the score tells you what's happening before you actually even know what's happening it's not there to like to help lift the atmosphere it's literally there to tell you what's going on because if it wasn't there you wouldn't know what was going on it's like something yeah. creepy is about to happen and you're like oh okay sure thanks score <laughs> like yeah, what's and then, and then you, you got know, these like tight shots and it's like look man we can talk let's talk about this op- the opening scene when my man my you see like a happy couple um interracial couple they're having sex in a nice house um very nice house very nice house um which i still do believe is the same house that nia long lives in just a different room still- i'm gonna let that go <laughs> I do. I really do. I really think it's the same I'm, house. I'm sure it is. I I'm think sure. it's the same house. So like, like no bullshit. Uh, you know, all of a sudden the guy vanishes. You see him in a tub full of blood. Then a hand, a black hand grabs the woman. Um, and this is my thing about this scene. There are ways to make an opening scene like creepy. Like you don't have to see anyone die, but it's like there's a way to shoot it so that it's creepy and it's scary. The moment he grabbed this woman, I was like. I can't do this. I cannot do it because you know what it is. It felt. Were like... you scared when she was walking around the house and you were like, "Uh oh, John"? I was like, "This audibly, this is what I said." And I, this is not, this is not this to Neil Long or Omar Epps. It's just like I watched this movie and I was like, "Whoever directed this didn't try." It was like you ever, you ever get, you ever go to work some days and like you're used to the job and you're like, "Oh, I don't need to be great today. I can, well, I can Peter just get it done." Peter actually only today. has. You know, of his of his 129 producer credits, 90 writing credits, he only has 33 <laughs> directing credits, you know? So, I mean, it's not, he's, 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 he only has 33 directing you know, credits. He's, he's, he's more of a producer, you know, he's more, he, he just doesn't James. have as much, he just James. doesn't have as much. He, he only, yeah, no, I'm saying, because you have to understand, he does. How many movies you think Martin Scorsese directed, bro? Well, yeah, James yeah, Cameron. but I'm saying Peter <laughs> only has 33. <laughs> I guess my question is this, yo. For real, for, and I mean this in a real way. If people, if people come at, for instance, Tyler Perry for making movies that like, aren't that well written or directed, right? People come at him hard. That's Who's true. coming at this dude? Who, like, well, nobody dude, knew who he was. Yo, I'm just saying, like, my man. Yeah, and I mean, it's kind of an, it's kind of because of the same thing that we're talking about, where like, uh, you know, like nobody knows who this dude is because there's like so many bl- white directors that are revealed as great that like nobody, we don't need to spend time talking about Peter Sullivan, but like, you know, like Tyler Perry's movies have been coming at hard because there's like seven black directors that people are like oh these are the names that we know you know my point is he had to Tyler Perry had to make so much money with those movies right no matter what you think the quality is he had to make so much money that he he had to become like bankable and great this dude has made a career off of tv movies 129 (laughs) produced movies that i'm pretty sure the people in these movies would not call great i'm pretty sure if he had to pick out which movie was his best movie it probably wouldn't be a movie. He's like, ah, this is great, but it's probably the best one. He's been able to have a career doing this and being average and being mediocre. You know what I'm saying? And that sucks because these two black actors have spent a career making movies. Yo, Friday? You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Like, like you got Friday. You got um, 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 Higher Learning. Like, these people have been around. Juice. 
movies that have been like landmarks to the black community and cinema period and what movie has this dude contributed to cinema that anyone will give a fuck about years later besides this one which is built off of the backs of two african americans it's like what what like we're too, like we're living in a world now where people are like oh yeah i went in I went in, I pitched this show because I thought I just deserved the show. I pitched this because I had like an idea for a show, a Colonel Drew. And they get it and they white, but then you look at a black person, they had to fucking be outstanding to get the same thing. Out. This movie tainted Nia Long and Omar F. to me. Like for real, for real. They should, like, it tainted them. I'm looking at Nia Long like she's acting her ass off. I'm looking at Omar F. like, nigga, what is happening? And like, I don't want to think that. From these two. Damn. Um, uh, all right. No, so, I'm done. I'm done. No, Sarah I'm Fox. done. Is, I'm walking is away. Vivica Fox in all of the wrong movies. <laughs> yeah. It looks like she like her character. Yeah. So she's a detective. Oh, and so that's why they're all called the wrong. Maybe it's like you know this is she's like the Alex Cross of these Lifetime movies. She's Detective Watkins. Because I, I just I keep randomly clicking on titles and she's in all of them. Oh man, yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. She's all in right. all Are of the wrong movies. Pe- no, people do want to actually hear. Okay, so look, do y'all do y'all want to hear about this? Yes, yes, yes. Here's what I want. Here's what because this is the crux of this. I think this is what people want to talk about. This the plot is standard, right? If you haven't seen it, you know it's like uh, she's a lawyer and she's got a lot of money, and we have a scene where. She's talking to her husband, but she's like, you know, she could tell she's not, not really feeling him. And then when they go to bed, he like turns over to the side. And so they don't have like their sex life isn't great. And, you know, she's sad, even though she's, you know, rich. She has a daughter. She's supposed to have like the perfect life. Um, and she goes to work one day and Omar Epps is there. And they're like, whoa, holy crap. I haven't seen haven't seen you in what, like 20 years? Yeah, wow. And they're like, they're being all chummy and this and that. And uh, I will say, man, again, no disrespect, but it is tough when they're like, whoa, like, they, they're very, a lot of times, like, the script calls for, like, women to be like, wow, Omar Apps, he's like so handsome. And Uh-oh. he's like, this and that. And what I was you gonna like, say? <laughs> hey, John. I'm just. John, hey, don't you come for John. Omar Epps, okay? No, dude. Don't you I'm come for saying, Omar Epps. I'm saying it's harder for certain people sometimes to, to keep up what or they honestly, used to. Honestly, maybe you're just underestimating how how many attractive Listen, men happens. that age there are. There just are, period. Like, sometimes a good-looking brother. <laughs> it's like, it, you got to make... I'm not saying anything about his age. I'm saying about their upkeep. I there know, but I'm. But, but that's what I'm. But what I'm saying is, he don't have that upkeep. What I'm trying to say is, there and might not be a lot of good-looking fine. brothers. <laughs> brothers might have. They, there might be a, just a, a point where talk, I see so many of them. You can't tell me that. <laughs> I mean, the husband in this movie, I was like, this nigga's in shape. The, look he at the husband. Some, the husband. Look at I was the, like, the husband. Look. The fight, I mean, the bet- husband. The fight between Omar Epps and the husband. I was I, like, this I mean, don't make that, no. I mean, that don't make any sense. sense. We, ain't, we ain't even gonna. And, Everybody and watching this movie knows that. That was like, why is this dude getting his butt? <laughs> and he was a former so FBI much. agent. 
It don't well, make me know. His the obsession only way it was, makes sense. His obsession was so strong. You the know, only way it makes sense is because of his previous injury. That's the only way to make sense of it. It was like, oh, he was, remember he had. He, he wasn't living the bone. whole movie. I know. I'm just saying that's, that's, that's the, that's My what man you got to do those golf. mind tricks. He didn't swing a golf club. He didn't swing a golf club and go, ah, my bad. You know what it was like? It was like in Bad Boys for Life when Martin Lawrence was like, let's race to Will Smith. And everybody's like, you're like, are we supposed to take this seriously? (laughs) Like, come on. Come on now. Are we supposed to take this seriously? Yo, look at Will and look at Martin. Come on, y'all. Yo, I'm just saying, hey, hey, if we can, for years, for for centuries, for millennia, men have been dragging older women. We can drag some of these older men for a bit. Just you're not, you're okay? not wrong. I'm equality. I'm saying equality. like, cause Neil Long looks good, but I'm like, they looking at Omar. I'm like, what? Okay, <laughs> you know what it is. Okay, okay. Right. I'm not going to drag. I'm looking at her husband, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not understanding what's going. I'm not going to drag Omar. The only thing I'm gonna say is this: <laughs> is that. In the black community, you have to keep your waves looking great. You know what I'm saying? He probably had the do-rag on at night. The only thing I think the problem was, I think they when he took his do-rag off, you know, sometimes you get the line. I think they forgot to like help smooth out the line from the do-rag to keep his waves nice. That's my only problem. Um, you know, again, if it was a black director, he would have made sure, hey, bruh, the do-rag line, protect yourself. Because it wasn't a black film. You know, no one was looking out for him in that way. They weren't perfecting the shape up. They weren't making sure his fade was looking right. That's right. that's why you need black people on set. You know what I mean? Yeah, guys, this movie is hard. Can we just <laughs> like for real? Can we just admit? Can we just admit? Like this, this is a hard movie to talk about because again, uh, these are legendary black people. I don't want to drag them, but goddamn, like the opening scene when my man sees me along and he's like leaving and he looks back at her, but it's supposed to be sexy. But it looked creepy, but I think it's supposed to be creepy. But that's the thing, because you know, because it's both of those things. Because you're like, oh, is this a sexy look? And then you're like, oh no, is this a is this a creepy look? And you don't know. You see, it's you know, it's it is you 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 sort of lost. It's ambivalent, you know. You, you don't, know you what? Don't, you can't quite put your your finger on it, and you're like, oh, is he gonna go crazy? Because because you don't know. Because because at that point you're thinking, did he kill the woman at the beginning? We knew he. We knew. No, he did. but you don't know. You're thinking, was it? Was it him? You know. The thing I think. The thing I think of the problem with this movie is, is this movie assumes that I'm stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it assumes that I'm stupid, and it's like I'm supposed to go along with what? like everything. Yeah, I'm supposed to believe well, everything. I mean, what? It's just a standard, just movie I, stuff. I also think that there's 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 certain things about it where. You sort of you're like waiting for, like, what's the way they're gonna do it this time? Like, oh, right, how's he yeah. gonna, you know, how's he gonna start showing his? How's he gonna try to get closer to her? <laughs> I mean, he starts dating the friend and introduces himself to her. <gasps> what? I knew he was gonna do that. I knew he was gonna hide in the bushes. I knew he was gonna well, show yeah, didn't know he was gonna date the friend. The friend was single the whole time and never <laughs> met the dude. The friend was like, I need a man that's going to cook. I need this and that. And then she never met him. Of course. Of mm-hmm. course no, he's about to No, that, that was a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, when, I, it was a surprise when it, when it first, I didn't know. 
exactly how it was going to happen. I will say, uh, this all could have been solved if Neil Long was just like, hey, I, I messed up. Uh, there was a certain point where you go, where she had to go, all right, eventually my husband's going to find out. Like, this dude is crazy. So I just, let me just tell my husband. Like, I get her not saying it first, but once he came over to your house, to the house? dating your yes. friend, that's when you kick him out and you go to your husband and you're like, I messed up. But she's still. Yeah, the whole second half of this movie, like from from the moment he does the <laughs> craziest like, thing he does, which is pretend he's somebody. Hi, I'm David. From that moment on, I was like, she better just tell. She needs to just <laughs> get this over with. And she never does. And then every time, every time you no think sense. she's on her way to to like save somebody, she's always. <laughs> Going somewhere else, or two, and then she decides to start behind. stalking him. Yeah. She starts stalking him, and I was like, and it was semi interesting because I was like, oh, this is interesting. Then I was like, well, what is she doing? Like, what is she what's gonna she do? Gonna get, what's I, she gonna get out of this? What is the man? The whole movie felt like they wanted people wanted to yell or be mad, but the audio guy was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, y'all niggas ain't blowing out my eardrums. There was one time. There was definitely one time where. It seemed like they lowered the quality when she when she screams to get help for um for Courtney when Courtney's knocked out in the apartment and she like screams for help after that. I was like, "That's also the- is it is it believable that he would just knock her out?" Uh, no, fully. He un- killed everybody else. Fully, Why fully would he not kill her? Fully unbelievable. Because so he knocked her out. So so now he's definitely getting caught. He kills she's that little like- boy. That little he kills a boy. He kills a yeah. child. But well, he that j- was, he knew he, I guess this is my thing, was like, yes, he would have been a suspect if he killed her, but it still would have been like, can you prove it? I feel like a more interesting version of this movie is like somehow he's, he keeps getting away. Like if he could hack into phones and things like that and like show the evidence of like maybe hack into her phone and show that she was texting him, help, I think somebody's in the house, and him and him being like, oh my god, I'm on my way, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? He could have mm-hmm, set yeah. it up so that, so that the police are like, no, it's an intruder, look at this. And she's like, no, he's a, he does this and he does that. And you're like, ma'am, do you have any evidence? And she's like, I, I can't get the evidence, but I'm telling you. And you're like, ma'am, like, you yeah. know, those are serious allegations. Like, yeah. you got to come up with some evidence. You know what I mean? But instead, he knocks her out. What? For also, what? And it then, doesn't make what, what sense. What was he going to do? What was his plan? It doesn't make sense. I guess we're skipping around because the movie is whatever. Uh, but the scene, there were two scenes. One scene I laughed out loud. I'm not going to lie to you. I tried to hold it back, but I didn't even know. It. You ever laugh at something you don't even know you laughed and you just catch yourself? The scene when like they're in the restaurant and he, no, Deborah, and he just like stares at uh, Nia Long blankly. Oh yeah, that was weird. And I was like, "So that actually was more. That was actually one of the more interesting moments for me because he said no, Deborah, and then she was like, "Who's Deborah?" And then he kept staring, and he looked so confused. And he and I was like, "Oh man, this dude really like he like he doesn't know where he's at." We you never know came what I back mean? to that. Yeah. There was something that was like, yeah, it, we never that wasn't consistent. But there was something to that that was like a little interesting because even with the therapist, I was like, oh, are we going to get more insight into like what happened exactly with Deborah or whatever? And we kind of never really do. Like we get like, you know, she goes and goes to the 
college that they went to or or sorry a friend from college who was like yeah he was just so possessive and um you know we it was so obvious that that the girl who died in the the woman who died in the beginning was deborah i don't know why they set that up like it was a mystery um but yeah there were i don't know there there were certain moments of this movie that i thought were somewhat interesting like i'm trying to remember the conversation between yeah. Nia Long and her friend Courtney, well, Courtney's like, how could you? You you lied on him. You did this. And I'm like, first off, you about to automatically believe this dude you just met? And it's so funny because Nia Long's Nia dialogue was so realistic, but it almost felt like the scene... Okay. This I thought the, the acting scene, was good in that scene. It was, both. but, this is, but yeah. it's the problem, though. It felt like... This is probably the scene the black woman came in, Rashida came in and fixed. It's like Nia Long's character said everything realistic, but it, the conversation wasn't real to me. Because she's like, are you seriously about to believe this? How? She never even answered Nia Long's questions. It's like, how could you? I mean, seriously, you just met this guy. He, he didn't need this. I'm like, what? It, this is your friend? And you're going to leave your friend hanging like this? And then later in the movie, all Nia Long does is call her and say, hey, he killed his wife. Oh, he did? You yeah, believe that, that no shit? <laughs> but you didn't believe nothing else this woman said to you? The the thing the what would have made that the only thing they needed for that scene where she was like the friend was like it was like the friend all all you had to go was the friend go, did you or did you not hook up with him in the club? And she and she'll go and Nia just goes, uh exactly. You lying. Yes, That's all you right, needed. Right. That's yeah. all you needed. You needed the one kind of kernel of thing where Nia didn't want to say the truth so that the friend could tell that her friend was lying or wasn't saying anything. You know, that's all you needed, but they never did that. So it wasn't realistic. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this um, movie. But this, but there was some, I liked, I liked a record. I thought it was cheesy, but it was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. he that he gave her this record forget me not and I was like, that's creepy. That's a legitimately creepy thing because then her her daughter comes and he's like, I love that song and I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that yes. was really creepy. And it was also really cheesy and I laughed out loud when he played it again and you saw it and it was the broken record. I thought that was so hilarious. Yeah. But it was also again kind of creepy it playing like forget me forget me i was like that's that's a legitimately creepy thing i loved that you know that was kind of cool there were some there were like little moments here and there where i was like hey they actually they like did something pretty creative (laughs) that was fun but for the most part it was so like the fight was boring the end was boring i I thought the, the end i thought the the conclusion of this movie was so boring like I wish that it could have been, I feel like it could have been way more interesting to like either he's begging her or he says something or she actually lets him go like something. I don't know if you're going to have a scene where you're holding somebody over a cliff and if you let them go, they're going to die. You got to make that scene interesting every time. Mm -hmm. It can't just be that she slips like that's boring. Right. Right. Yeah. And her like, yeah, I don't know. Or the husband pushes him off, or, or you know what I mean, like, or like he says, like, or he's or he apologizes, or he lets go. 
give me something. Don't just give me like they just slip. Like why? What? What was even the point of that? <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, is he going to appear and not be dead or something? Like he survived. Or... That would be fun too. I was like, what? oh yeah, no. In my version of we the movie, he's still alive. Right? He like somehow survived. Yeah, he, he survived. Was, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He survived, but not in this version. How did he kill that cop? <laughs> what? How? How? How is the cop dead? He killed the cop in in his own cop car. A cop can't even get out of his car. Killed How? him. How, Sway? I'm trying My to man, think of other, yeah. I'm going to tell you, okay, all right, I just got to get, get to it, okay? Like, okay. there's so many things I dislike about this movie, and the problem is, is that a lot of things I dislike involve Omar Epps, his character, you know what I mean? And I don't think it was him. I think he's a fine actor. I think the way it was written and shot just made him look silly. Like I think they took I think they took the menace away from what his character was supposed to be. You know, um there was a scene cuz again, we've seen this shot like we've seen this shot in whatever that um whatever that Michael Ealy making good movie is. We've seen the shot of like the dude with the hat in the bushes, right? So we we've, we've seen this thing. Um and there were so many tropes in this movie that have just been recycled from other movies, like literal shots that have been recycled from other movies. Like him hiding in the kitchen when the daughter's there, um, like making yeah. something. He's got the knife. It's like there's just the so headlights. Many the one thing that made me mad. Okay, it's... the headlights was the one thing that made me mad because because <laughs> it's in the trailer. Like, you, and you also just already know that moment's gonna happen. But in the shot, <laughs> it's not dark enough so you can see Omar Epps go walk into place. <laughs> You can see you see him walk into place so that he can be there when the lights come up. And it just made me so I was they could have just just cut away from it, like cut back and have him be there. Like don't don't let me see him walk in the It's also one of those things that like you're like, what practical purpose did that have? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like why just did you why are you standing in front of the <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense? It's so obviously staged. And then it's not even like it happens and she's like, ah! like she doesn't even see like she sees. And then he just walks over to the side of the car. <laughs> it's just, just uh, like, what? It um, just sucks. If like they didn't try. Yeah, man. There was it's so like little tension. There was like, there was truly no tension for me. The film. most tension could have been. When he showed up at the house, but then Nia Long goes in the kitchen with him and goes, you need to make an excuse to leave. And so I'm like, oh, he ain't about to make no excuse. He about to put her on Front Street. This nigga makes an excuse to leave. So the tension, so the, so literally the moment you have when he could have like put some little breadcrumbs in there or like, you know, could have could have been a little shady. Instead of doing that, the character leaves. The only oh, moment I, of tension oh, for me ahead. was he had killed that little boy. And I was like, are we just going to see the other dead bodies all over the house? Like, in, so the moment before she saw if they were alive, I was like, I legitimately wondered if he had killed the other two and if they were just going to be popping up the way that that body popped up. But then when hmm. they were alive, I was like, OK, all right, then it's fine. They don't- <laughs> I, I think the only tension for me was when he sent it on her phone. And she was looking at it, and then she dropped her phone and her daughter was like, oh, I'll get it. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. That was yes. That was a real moment of tension because I thought. But, but then the she picked might the pick phone up, up herself. Up. Yeah. It was a very quick release. Very, very quick. And then that was that. Yeah. And I was like, why don't you just say it? Like, what? 
Like, anyway. There were so many <laughs> moments. You know what it is? It felt like watching this movie, it felt like I was back in film school, right? And like everyone's doing their like their first scripts, you know, when you're a freshman and you know, you're still you're still getting your kinks out. How are you gonna call this seasoned <laughs> This man what? has what 33 directing credits. All right, James. 90 writing credits. <laughs> 129 got, producer that's credits. That's true. He does. We ain't got that. <laughs> we do not because have that. I, we, we would not, like, and I mean this in all seriousness, like, for real, for real. There is no way the three of us, what writing credits we have, what things we've sold, there is no way the three of us could combine and come up with a script that was on this level and have it get made. Yeah. There's no way our script would have our script would have to have so much fucking nuance, would have to be so dynamic, would have to be so great to get that movie made. That's there is no very, way no, it's we very can true. hand. There is no way we can hand in a movie, and I mean this out of this again. No disrespect to the actors, all disrespect to the writer. There is not the black writer, but to the main writer. There is no way we can hand in a movie that was this all garbage. Like for like, I'm being dead serious. Yes, it's yes. like we keep talking about this shit in Hollywood, and it's like. Black people always have to have every fucking thing thought about. Like, what is the backstory? What is this? Oh, does it does it have to deal with their blackness? Does it have to deal with these issues? This movie and the rest of the Christmas fucking wrong in whatever thing has all been garbage. And I'm pretty sure that when you watch it, you're like, oh, this isn't a good script. But yet this nigga gets to make more bad stuff. If we make one bad movie, you know how hard it is it's going to be for us to make another movie? Like, this shit is crazy. Even if it's a fucking TV movie, we can make a Netflix movie. It's going to be hard as hell for us to get another Netflix movie if it is trash. He produced, this nigga he did pro- Obsession. He produced 17 movies in 2019. In 2019, he wrote one. T- <laughs> he wrote, okay, so he produced 17, he wrote six, and he directed... <laughs> But dude, but, and but he directed al- three. That's just in 2019. <laughs> even the along saying the crew, it wasn't a lot of diversity on the crew. This man gets to be a white dude who gets to be average, doesn't have to hire diverse people, and can do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, again, I like that black people are in these movies. Yeah, sure. Cool. But at the end but, of the day. But he's. But the reason he gets to keep making them is because he's putting black people in the movies. Yeah, Vivica Fox is in. She's in every single one of those wrong movies. And actually, and as I, and as I look closely, it's not as the same character. There's sometimes the character. Re- sometimes. Wait, what? Yeah. So, the, so I, I think there's a movie called, there's a series called The Wrong Blank, where she's a detective and she's in a bunch of them. And then there are other, the wrong this, the wrong that, the wrong whatever. And she's just like Deborah and, and Tiffany. And like, she's just like other characters. 2020's been a slow year for this guy. Woke up dead. 2020's been a slow year for this guy. Oh, because he can't film. Yeah, that must be it. How long do you think it takes to film one of these movies? For a couple days. Like, do you think they can film this in like two weeks? This is, yeah, it gotta yes, be, right? Yes, very much so, right? This is definitely like the Tyler Perry kind of, um, uh, you know what I mean? Like, he can film a film in like 10 days. This motherfucker makes There's also probably like Citizens a Kane. ton of movies like in that house. <laughs> Listen, I will say this. I I definitely laughed way more, way, way more at Tyler Perry movies than I do. I would rather <laughs> watch Boo than watch any of these. But, give me, give yeah, me Boo even is Dia funny. Christmas. Boo yeah. is funny. 
Um, no, what? this isn't right. For real, for real. Turbulent like, I'm, I'm, skies, encounter I'm with dead, danger. I'm trying to be dead honest. Like, this is not okay, yo. Like, for real, for real. This is not okay. I guess white people are in his movies, too. They are. I but, wonder if there is. What does he get to? But I wonder if there yeah. is. There probably isn't a a dude that's been doing a black equivalent of, like, this guy. Who's, like, someone who we, we haven't heard of. But has been but but has been making these TV movies for a couple decades because literally two you, decades this guy's been making these. Do you think we would be allowed to? Like, for, I, I mean, it's in so a way. So I I I want I actually wonder if there is somebody like that. Like Cuba like, Gooding Jr. is a star in one of his movies. Because James, I hear what you're saying, James. I guess Cuba my Gooding is, Jr. is a star Oscar in one of his Cuba movies. Oscar winner. Oscar winner. <laughs> it's because this is the thing and this is the thing i'm looking at the movies when it's a white star it's somebody i've never heard of when it's a black star it's somebody extremely famous yeah 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 that's what it is delivering christmas how do you like, who's the star do? of that the star of that is jason shane scott who is that oh jason shane scott no. <laughs> no. You guys don't know. <laughs> no. It's a white dude. You ain't never heard of him before. No, that's about that's that's the that's the dude though. Jason Shane Scott. You ain't never heard of him before. And this isn't and I want people to know. I'm not just trying to drag Are this all of dude. his Christmas movies white people? That's no, 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 no. He's got um, like um, the Tatiana Ali one is a Christmas movie. Okay, see, there you I go. Can't believe he wrote, a, he wrote a black Christmas. And so, movie? who's the star? Tatiana Ali. Everybody yeah. knows who that Hold is. Up, here's one. Even if here's she's one, not that famous, fight, everyone knows who she Christmas is. Twenty fifteen. <laughs> she's not super famous, but Mayim Bialik. That's like the okay. biggest white name uh, I've seen so far. Oh wait, wait. White. Sorry, I don't know who that is. I thought you were saying that was a black name. I don't know no, who that is. It's Blossom. Oh. And you know from oh yeah oh blossom from oh, Big Bang Theory too. All right, well listen, I don't right, understand. I, I don't know. I have people that's understand the biggest, what we're talking so far. About right that's now. the biggest white name I've seen. I'm saying <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's the biggest white name. <laughs> this isn't to really yeah, just point we said out this our guy. biggest black name is Cuba right. Gooding. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar winner though, Cuba won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm star- saying? He was a star of. <laughs> I see Jason Shane Scott again. Okay. All right. He like. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, you could. You no, can talk to Hollywood. I'm. I'm just saying. It's like this, <laughs> the thing that the thing that we really. I really want to make sure we make sure of is that it's not just picking out this dude and saying how average he is, but it's just showing that like he is allowed to be average and be successful. Whereas like black people really do have to be great. Like you have to be an Ava Devonay. You have to always have a hit. You know what I mean? Like you, I mean, I even think about Josh Tratch, for instance. You know what I'm saying? Like my man has had Dick Chronicle, got like a blockbuster movie, made it one of the biggest bombs in Hollywood history, but still is allowed to make other blockbusters. You know what I mean? Like he still gets his shot. Whereas like, I mean, even people like Ava, when Ava Devonay did not get a hit with A Wrinkle in Time, the fear I had for her, you know what I'm saying? Like the fear I had was so intense because I'm like, they will turn so quickly. The fact that we're looking at a lot of these black people who have had decades long careers of making movies and acting that have been great are now forced to do these movies that white actors who are not famous get to do. So like this is some white guys starter movie. You know what I mean? 
This is someone's like, ah, I don't this need to is do anything. I can many white people starters movies. Start. This, this is like, ah, I need to get some credits. I will do this. This, but for black people, these are movies that because we aren't allowed to star in a lot of Hollywood pictures, these are how we pay bills now. Like, this is like, shit, I need to work. I need to act. So I got to do this trash. And the thing is, it is trash. And the problem is, is that these movies that these white guys are making are built off the backs of these black people because, hey, we can get black people to watch it because this famous black person is in it. Like John has said throughout this whole podcast, no one would have gave a fuck about this movie if it wasn't for Nia Long and Omar Epps. Like, I love Brenda Song, but wasn't nobody talking about the obsession, whatever the fuck movie she made? You know what I'm saying? Because she ain't Nia Long and Omar Epps. Like, black Twitter is so important that now these companies and even Netflix is trying to, like, use who we are to benefit for their own gain. I'm not even sure how Omar Epps and Nia Long got paid in this movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, are they getting paid the same as some of these other movies that were in the top 10? You know what I mean? Like, some of these other movies were in the top 10 and they probably got paid better. The budgets were probably bigger. But yet, these black people, because they're so famous, can do what these other movies are doing. With far less. It's trash, man. It's trash. I hate it. I hate it. It makes me so sad. Uh, wow. Look, Honestly, uh, looking through all of these credits, I've looked through so many. No. Yeah, like the, the most famous white person is is, I guess, Blossom. Um, <laughs> and and any movie with a black and oh, there are Chevy very Chase. And there aren't that many. <laughs> A Christmas in Vermont, Chevy Chase. Okay, okay. You finally found one. Uh, here, oh, this is my point, though. I'm, that's still an outlier. No, 100%. Most, of these, 100%. most of these movies, most of these movies star white people who we never have heard of. But when it stars black people, there are people who were super famous. And that says something in and of itself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He ain't putting non famous black people in his movies. He puts famous black people in his movies to, as his leads. Yep. There's a reason for that. Anyway, let's do the, you know, uh, we're, we're know good, right? Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, let's... but is Fatal Affair, you know, like, is it good? Like, is, is Fatal Affair good? I just feel like it hit so many boxes. What? What are we doing? <laughs> I don't even know. I just feel like it hit so many boxes for him. <laughs> like, are you setting what? up the end of the podcast? <laughs> it's, right it's, it's Fatal Affair. Like, is it? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Wow, you... I just found another black. Uh, I just found another black uh, Christmas movie. Christmas movie stars Vanessa Williams, Rick Fox. What movie is it? What's it called? Wow. One yeah. fine Christmas. Yeah. Damn. Priceline presents. Go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? 
Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sergeant and Mrs. Smith, you are going to love this house. Is that a tub in the kitchen? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to taste the flavoriest flavor to ever flavor? Mmm. Snapple is ridiculously flavorful. And you can uncap a Snapple real fat with every bottle. Like, cows produce more milk when they listen to music. Come on. Leave the ridiculousness to Snapple and grab one of your favorites that pack a punch. Explore all of the delicious flavors at Snapple.com. All right, let's end this, man. This thing is right. killing me. Um, the wrong <clears throat> crush, the wrong neighbor, the wrong student. Yo, the wrong man, the wrong teacher, the wrong stepmother. The wrong boy next right, door. Right, the wrong right. tutor. Here we go. The wrong mommy. No it's John. Time for the cause. The wrong we, wedding planner. We rate the wrong review films. Not the wrong realtor. We rate review films not based on how much uh, we like them, whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Uh, if this film fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. If someone helps the cause, we give it a white palm. This film doesn't help the cause at all. We don't give it anything. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on the count of three, we're gonna lift up our ratings for the film Fatal Affair. Yeah. Okay. One, mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. three. <sighs> <laughs> All right. One white palm with two nothings. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you why. I really didn't want to do it, but I had to give it a white palm for for. One reason and one reason only, and that's because it. Uh, there are a couple other black people in this movie, and there's a just a slight, just a ever so slight chance they can get something else. Out of <laughs> okay, I, that's all. I I just wanted. I'm glad you guys didn't give it nothing because I just wanted. I just wanted to just like give a little bit of like maybe who knows. And also, Nia Long got to call these people out uh, on Essence, and she was like, I mean, she says she respects the director or whatever, but she was like, I, I, when I make movies, I gotta have more black people there, and, you know, who knows? Maybe, you know, it was popular on Netflix, so maybe you get some movement. I don't have a lot of hope for it, but that, that's my white, that's my, my single white palm. Alright, y- y'all can go. <laughs> James, you won't go? I I gave it nothing because basically everything y'all been saying about how the sort of the, the lopsided nature of Hollywood and how this is sort of this isn't this movie isn't a progression of the cause. It's sort of like a digression or it's like it's endemic of the uh the the problem at large. So um yeah, whatever. <laughs> um I, I I had to give it nothing because again I really do believe they deserve more. Like I, it, it's it's really hard for me because I do love that they got jobs, but it it sucks that this had to be the job for real. For real. like we're not we're not talking about like boo boo ass black directors. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about we're talking about 
uh, Lisa from Fresh Prince. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about like we're talking about Fresh Prince. We're talking about Friday. We're talking about um, was it Love Jones? We're talking about so many different movies. We're talking about Juice, uh, Higher Learning. Like we're talking about people who were great, people who have done good work. Like she just was in Black as Fuck, like Empire, Dear White People. My man was on House. Okay, you think Hugh Laurie out here doing fucking TV movies like this? You know what I mean? No. No, he's not. But yeah, these black people got to. Whereas like this, uh, this white dude ain't hiring B-list white actors. No, man. This shit sucks, yo. It sucks. And it just makes me really sad about Hollywood. And I wish they didn't have to do it. I wish we didn't have to review this. Uh, this just shows how sucky fucking Hollywood is. Like, it really, really does. It really... Could be good, and aside from, like, I know he's, you know, his sexual shit is crazy, and I think, you know, whatever. But I'm saying, like, movie-wise, my man won an Oscar, and yeah, he's doing one of these movies. Vivica Fox was in almost every movie in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. You know? It's insane! Why? (laughs) Why? Well... Thank you guys for listening. Uh, <laughs> you can uh, you can uh, follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmenpodcast.com is our website. We'll find links to our merch. Uh, we got Hancock shirts out there if you want to ch- take a look. We also have um, you know a couple other things. Uh, uh, we have a link to our Patreon. Even though it's defunct, we did a year's worth of episodes. So if you want to check those out, $5 a month. That's cool. Um, you can follow me at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me at James Third Comedy, James Third Comedy.com. Third is three R E. And you can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> and if you rate and review us, give us five stars on iTunes. We'll read uh your review on the air. Um this one is from Biffoti. something like that (laughs) can't stop listening i started listening to this show because jira was on scam goddess with Lacey mosley and i was like oh no this is good energy binge listened to all the episodes of movies i've watched and then just started listening to episodes about movies i haven't watched just because i love it smart insightful feminist educational enlightening and hilarious thanks for making this show oh it's very kind that's great that's very nice um and i'll also read uh this one this is by k lace uh, it's just some k l a s t j n f n love the sp- love the spoilers i honestly don't care about movies at least i didn't till this podcast i heard these guys be absolutely hilarious on if i were you and immediately fell in love with the chemistry they had and how willingly they challenge and accept challenges from each other. They continue to bring up points that make me think and rethink about scenes that I didn't even bat an eyelash at. Love it all. I'll even listen to episodes about movies I haven't seen. Uh, Take in everything the guys say, then watch those movies and almost always agree with what they said. As Pacific Islander, I loved what they had to say about Aquaman and kids being able to see themselves in a superhero. Awesome. Nice. I just rewatched that. It's actually really fun. Yeah, I. It's like it's a fun movie. I loved Aquaman. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know. I loved it. I don't know why. I, I, yeah, it's just wow. It was surprisingly fun. Uh, yeah. Anyway, great. Yo, I don't know. We gotta watch. I don't know what the hell we watching next, but 
Man, that God, did y'all not I feel man, that sucked. <laughs> All right. The whole experience, like <laughs> watching it, talking about it, realizing that this morning we had to wake up and like do it on air, and then realizing like Nia Long and Omar Epps had to do it. Uh, God, I feel bad. Thanks for suffering with us. We'll see you next week. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park